Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host on a Whiskey Wednesday podcast, joined as always by Randy Inkston. What's up, Duder? <laughs> Hi, buddy. Yeah, man. A uh, little Jefferson, Jefferson's Reserve. Yeah, it's, uh, that, it's that guy's. Jefferson's? Jefferson's is his, specifically. Yeah, got a little, uh, little whiskey. I haven't done one of these in a while. Just started, so if we're slurring already, that's a bad, <laughs> that's a bad sign. Let's hope not. Not even into the first drink here. Uh, but yeah, we want to bring a little special episode, uh, something that's been uh, coming up a lot in the last coaching calls that we've been having. Uh, and, and that really comes down to what is it that you want from your business? Um, and b- before we get into that, jump over to winninggin.com slash Scottsdale to grab your one of the final couple seats to this uh, growth summit. Close to selling out, and uh, it's going to be, you know, once we're sold out, we're shutting it off, and then we can really switch gears and focus on the event and the experience, even though we've already been working on it. Yep. Those that are in attendance will get, you know, a greater experience, the more opportunity we have to spend focus on that. Yeah, definitely. So go grab your tickets, winningjim.com slash Scottsdale. All right. So this episode... Uh, like I said before, what is it that you want from your gym? And a lot of people, a lot of gym owners probably don't think this far in advance when they're opening the gym. You're just so excited to to cut that ribbon and open the doors and serve your clients. And you're probably not thinking about the exit plan or the long-term plan for your business. I know I didn't. I just was like, you know, I'm yeah. opening a gym, make a million dollars. You know, that was the goal. Um, as you get into it after a while, you start to make different decisions and start looking at it and like, okay, this is what I wanted to do, but maybe not in the beginning. And if that's you, that's okay. Because I didn't, it didn't hit me for years. Sure. And, uh, you know, and it's in what you want from your gym is subjective. We talked about it just before this, this, uh, we, we hit record. It's like, well, it's different for everybody. Right. And, and, and it, whatever's right for you is right for you. It doesn't exactly. have to be what's right for me or for somebody else, it's what's, what is it that you want? And and if you don't know what it is that you want from your business, this is a good time to stop and think, well, hell, I'm going in 5 a.m. every day and I'm working till seven at night and I see my kids a couple hours and they're in bed and, you know, I eat dinner and I go to bed and I start all over again in the morning. And after a while, it's like, you just do that and you kind of get numb to it. It just is. Yeah, that's the norm, right? Status quo. Mm-hmm. And that's where kind of the idea or the conversation started to, to come from was, I mean, I take I take all of the intake calls for people that are interested in, in the business, right? Mm-hmm. Increasing their business or changing their business. Something's wrong. And every single one of those calls, the, the, per, the gym owner, they're, where they are right now is different. There's never two people that are in the right, same boat. Right. And whether it be where the business is today or where the owner and their relationship to their business is, are they working in it or on it? Uh, is that the only relationship with money that they have? Do they have another business? Do they have a full-time job outside of the gym? I mean, all of these things is uh, all of these things are the, the discovery and the beginning of that call. Well, then we got to paint the picture of what what the gym owner wants out of the business. Yep. Because that business, and I, I say this quite often in the beginning of the calls, I go, I need to know what you want out of the business, not just 
I need my business to make more money. Yeah. Well, exactly. I need more clients. Well, all of us need that. But at the end of the day, if we go and do all of that, are you happy? That's a good point. Because we could, I could, I could drive some of our gym owners right into a hole and they'd hate their life at the end of eight weeks. Right. right. Because we're only doing more of the same for where they're spending their time today. But the idea came because no two gym owners are the same. And therefore it's not a perfect you know, do exactly this and you're going to have everything that you want. Mm -hmm. And not enough gym owners look at the relationship when it comes to time to buy the business. Like you said, most are great trainers. They've worked in the industry for some time. Now they feel like the next progressive step is to own the business. Well, most of them end up owning a business, but buying themselves a job and never understanding how to get out of that or figuring out what it's going to take to to spend more time working on the business instead of serving their clients 40 hours a week plus. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what this episode is about, getting clear on the relationship you have with your business, not just, hey, I'm a business owner. Mm-hmm. So it kind of goes back to the four, the cash flow quadrant. Yep. You, you, you touched on it a second ago. If you haven't read the book, Cash Flow Quadrant, but Robert Kiyosaki, it's a great read. It's super easy to read. Um, but it really breaks down people and the relationship from of earning income into four categories. You're either an employee, self-employed, business owner, or an investor. Correct. And you can be in a couple of those at the same time, but that's usually the path. Some people are an employee their whole life, great. And they maybe have some investments and that's fine. That's probably the majority. Yeah, I would say a lot of people yeah. end up there, sure. Uh, gym owners kind of fall into this trap of opening a business, but they end up being self-employed. And what is what is the difference between self-employed and say a business owner? And really it comes down to, are you involved in the business to a point where you have to be involved for it to generate revenue? Yeah, I'd say like a day-to-day operations, yeah. sure. If you are, then you are self-employed and you are a you, you own a job. Okay, and the, and again, it's not a problem. It's you know, it's just a fact of what it is. <laughs> right. It, it doesn't matter if you are or not. But if you got into opening a business and risking and putting your name on the on the line and going all in, do you really want to own a job or do you really want to own a business that then you can turn around and sell or systematize or it is systematized at that point where you can go off and do other things with your time. That's up to you to decide. And that's actually probably where a lot of you guys are sitting right now, because the majority of the calls that I take are from self-employed gym owners that don't understand what it's going to take to to remove them from the day-to-day working operations. Mm -hmm. And then that's where we get clear. In order to have a business that's going to pay you dividends without you having to exchange time for money is the goal. And so, Tim, we talk about all the time, you need the right people in the right seats of the bus. The functions of the job have to happen. Yes, yes. That's a great point because you can't just stop doing the job and (laughs) then the whole business falls apart. Hey, cool. I own the place. I'm not coming tomorrow. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. I mean, you could, but then the operation falls apart. Yeah. So the, 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 really the test is, could you leave your business for two or three straight months and would it still be there in full capacity or even grown since you've left? Or is it going to, if you left for two to three months, will it fall apart? One of my favorite stories is Rick's. Yeah. Go back. Yeah, Rick. Uh, we always bring up Rick. We Rick's a, he's Rick a good on, friend of ours. We, we brought up Rick on the last episode. But uh, yeah, Rick had removed himself from the business. He left for a couple months. He tried to go back in like on a Sunday and um, <laughs> and uh, go get a workout in. And they had changed the law. He didn't even have the right key. He couldn't even get into his own his business. Own and uh, that's a great problem to have. I think so. I mean, I in, in so. the grand scheme of things, right? Like it's, it's funny and we laugh about it cause you got locked out of your own thing. Yeah. But at the end of the day, what that's the peace of mind that Rick has or had at that moment, knowing 
I don't have to be here and worry. I don't have to be in the business every day and facilitate one of the functions of the job. Those things are happening because he's created a system and a staffing structure to support what Rick wants his business to pay him back. Yep. Yeah. And that was intentional, right? And, so, uh, yes. And so you got to build, you have to, again, I, I'm positioning this as if you want to be in that position. Mm -hmm. You may not, you may want to be on the floor and training clients and that's totally acceptable. I'm not here to change anybody's mind. Uh, what I'm going to tell you though, is time is the one asset you can't get back. Okay. Time is money. That's the other thing. But if you're in the gym doing the day-to-day -day operations and you need to be there every single day to, to generate revenue, make sales, train clients, answer the phone, well, you can't do anything else. That you're tight. You have an anchor. You're married to your your business. And again, it's okay if that's what you want. But most people I know, they're ready for the next the next thing, and that means systematizing your business and doing something else, or it means sitting on your ass all day. But I, I don't think gym owners are that 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 personality. I couldn't just sit around. I mean, it was hard enough for me to to go to the cabin for December. It was hard. I mean, I was like kind of checking in on things, yeah. working on stuff. It, that doesn't bother me either. Like some people just have to unplug and that's fine. But I, I kind of want to kind of know, but long story short is what, what do you want? If you don't know, this is probably a good episode to kind of pause and like, ah, well, that's a good point, Tim. Um, Hmm. I do want something else. I want another operation. Or I want another business. And I think that's more important than anything else is get clear on that. Like use this episode to get clear because that's where you're going to find <clears throat> your opportunity to, to create change for your own happiness. If you're doing the same thing every single day and it's not feeding, remember the growth or decay we talk about all the time? If you're not intentional and clear that the direction and the work that you're doing on a daily basis is taking you to the position you want to be in, you're likely moving the other direction. The other side of that is getting clear on where you're at today, but the other side is where do you want to be? Yeah, right? absolutely. And then the third thing is what do you need to put in place to get there? To get there, yes. So- it's a, it's a puzzle. Um, I think, I think really what you should do is not, not understand where you are today is where do you want to be first? Mm -hmm. And then going backwards and say, okay, here's where I am today in order to get there. Here's the, here's, here's the a gap. gap. Yep. Yeah. Here's how I bridge that gap. And by the way, guys, anybody come to the growth summit? That's the first thing we're going to do on the first day. We're doing, this, <laughs> we're, we're doing the clarity exercise because it really sets the intention in what you're trying to get out of the event. And it's in it. We did it last time and it was it's amazing. Phenomenal, yeah. And Funny, funny thing is I already know, I haven't looked at my old slides yet from the 2019, mm -hmm. but I know it was on there. It was owning, uh, owning real estate, mm -hmm. it was owning real estate and what I needed to do to get there. And here we are. It came, it's coming a year, year and a half later, technically you pulled that trigger. Well, I pulled it a year ago, but it's taken this long. Yeah. Now it would have been a lot October. easier to just buy a building guys. And instead <laughs> of buying a piece of dirt with you know, entitlements and zoning issues and all this hiring an architect and contract. If the building's already built, you're probably, that's a much easier play. And like Matt Weaver in our iron circle, sure. he owns buildings and he's seen appreciation. And he said, you know, one building's got over a million dollars in equity in it already. That's the next level. Right? Well, look what Jeff's did. Yeah, oh, you know, Jeff. Jeff, another same, same situation, but he stepped into, you know, an, uh, uh, a facility, bought that. He bought the business. The, so the business, yeah. So, so in our iron circle, this is a great segue into the guys 
and girls in the iron circle and what they're doing because we we have this conversation pretty much every week with the with the crew in the iron circle hey are you a gym owner whose business is in full swing pulling in at least steady 30k or more per month and now you're ready to ask yourself what is next well the Iron Circle is ready to show you that path forward. As a part of our exclusive community, you'll be surrounded by like-minded, success-driven gym owners just like you who are taking their businesses to the next level. Visit our website, ironcircle.net, to apply to be a part of the next Iron Circle group and let us turn your successful gym into a thriving fitness legacy. All right, let's get back to the show. We have two we have two gym owners that own operations, but both own real estate, and they both did different things. One bought a vacant building that he put his gym in, and he's starting to lease out spaces. The other gentleman bought a business that owned the real estate, and he got both. And he's tweaked that business, which is a volleyball camp and clinic and coaching program, and, and he's blowing the doors yeah. off. In fact, he was he was we were laughing about it. He made more in one night than he did the whole year last year in the gym. <laughs> he made more in one night at the volleyball club because he did a big, it was Massive a big event. event. Yeah. yeah, he's like, man, I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> no, you're in the right business. <laughs> well, yeah, way. exactly. He's a, he's a got found himself in the right one. But it's the natu- it's the progression. And to Tim's point, there there is no right or wrong on where you want to be for yourself. The only right or wrong is if you're in a position that isn't in alignment with what you want. If you're doing the same things every single day and it's not serving your desires, now you, you know if you're not being fulfilled, you're by living the work. outside of alignment. Like you're, you're not exactly like you're you're just the hustle, but yet it's not what is serving you, and not in the short term, right? You might need to be that self-employed guy who's doing every aspect of the oh, yeah. gym. You know, Tim was that for a long time. Oh yeah. It, it happens when there isn't additional cash flow. Sometimes you have to do the certain things to, to get by. But if you don't have that game plan, like Tim knew business ownership instead of self-employed was the route he was on. It yeah. was just figuring out how to get there. Yep. We knew the real estate was after the business owner aspect or, or an option, right? In, the investment, the having your money work for itself was another option. And that was the goal. But we had to get to that self-employed role in order to make that next- No, business owner role. Or, excuse me, business owner role before we can make that gap into the investment side of things. So it's important to know where you are, where you want to go, where your activity is, actions are today, if it's serving that. But paint, paint that picture, like Tim said, yep. like, you know, you need to know what, what it looks like in order to get there. And you got to be clear on that. And I'll tell you, um, as a man, I mean, this speaks to women too, but as a man, there's no better feeling knowing that your operation is providing for your family. There you go. Right? And you built it yourself, right? Or with a partner or with with help, but you have it and and you built it and it's providing for the family. That's kind of a, I mean, it feels good. It yeah. feels good knowing that, okay, this, this is good and now I can do something else. And our something else was profit. Okay. So I found myself kind of getting busier with profit. It kind of made me make that harder. <laughs> it didn't trend. really give you an option. Yeah. So we, we were moving that direction. We had a fitness director in place already, but we were putting more and more on his plate. Yep. And then it was time to pull a plug. Like, okay, it's all yours now. I'm here if you need me. Uh, but profit really took off. And that was our catalyst for change. It wasn't the only re- we were moving that direction anyway, but that allowed us to, I mean, me to easily make that decision. It wasn't hard at all. Like, yeah, you guys got this from here. So the question is, again, how, how is the business serving you? 
we ha- go a couple episodes back. We have the uh, the owner benefit. Like, what is the benefit of your business to the owner? That's that's another episode yep. you should listen to. But look ahead. Look ahead three, five, ten. I'm always looking ten years ahead. Um, and kind of seeing, okay, in 10 years, this, this would be great to have. How do I get there? Um, and so I'm already like, look, guys, I'm, you hear us talking about the building. So I'm, I'm looking for another piece of dirt and we haven't even broke ground on this one yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you got to be way, way out in front. So, you know, again, the stuff we're going to talk at the growth summit, this is a good play. If you're that gym owner and you're listening to this, man, you know, it's a good kind of th- you know, refresher on what I want to do, come to the growth summit. We're going to have this conversation. We're going to have other gym owners. The iron circle crew will be there and everybody will be there chatting and bringing things up. Yeah. A little refill. And, uh, you'll find, you'll find your network at this type of event. You'll find the network. Okay. Yeah. And t- you nailed it earlier when you said intentionality, mm-hmm. I think that if, if I could help more gym owners see the biggest shift that they need to make, it's showing up for work and having a game plan for today. How are we growing today? What is my time going to be spent doing to serve my business today? Now, granted, that's being in the business or working on the business. Uh, with the majority of calls I, I take, most gym owners don't have that clear plan before they get to the you know their business. They're driving in and then they get to work and they go, well, what are we doing today? Yeah, fires. And exactly, right? But you are you can't be proactive while you're in a reactive state. You can't be planning for the future with intention when you're sitting over here trying to put out fires or spend all your time trying to catch things. So give everybody a little example on how to do that. First and foremost, I start every single day with a morning routine. Part of that is goal setting. I mean, I literally three items every single day that are non-negotiables. These are the things that I'm working on today to move the needle in my business. Um, for a gym owner in the fitness business, it could be anything from staffing structures or job descriptions. I mean, these are things that we teach. If you don't have them in your business, it's the foundation of the business. Um, what mm-hmm. else can you, I mean, your morning routine is going to, that sets the tone for the day. Oh yeah. Um, get your workouts in guys. You should, you should be lifting. Okay. Yeah. Bringing a product of your product. Uh, that's another big thing, right? You know, we, I make the joke all the time. Nobody believes a skinny chef. You know, it's we're the opposite side of the spectrum. You should fit the bill. You should look the role. Um, take pride in that, right? You are you. Your job is to deliver results to your clients. Deliver them to yourself first. I That's mean, true. If you're not taking care of yourself, you can't help anybody else, right? King eats first mentality. I love that. I mean, it's not a matter of like, hey, I'm more important than you type of thing. It's the best version of me to serve everybody else is the one who takes care of himself first. Yeah. Um, but that rolls downhill in your organization, right? If you're, as a, as a business owner, if you're not intentional about your day, if you're not holding yourself accountable for the things you should be doing, the activities you should be doing, where your time is spent, how can you expect your employees to be anything other than the same? That's true. A couple, a couple, you know, little tactical things. I, I, we, I live and die by the Google calendar. Okay. So everything's, oh it, yeah, I guess it's, so. it's funny. Like, um, I'll miss a meeting if it's not on my Google calendar. It's maybe on my Outlook calendar, but they didn't send me a Google thing. And I'm like, oh my, I, that's why. Like I, I live and die by that thing. I'll block out time. If I'm going to go to my daughter's horse riding stuff, I'll put it there or get a haircut. I'll put it there. So I don't get overbooked because as soon as I don't, I'll get overbooked. 100%. Right? Somebody will book that slot and be like, oh man. So even if like, oh my gosh, I've got that uh, dinner to go to for St. Patrick's Day, I will put it 
you know, on my calendar. That's that's one thing. That's yeah, we, for, we we call it forcing your calendar. So we know at any point, and it mainly is for saving yourself when you know you need to get something done. Like for example, you're doing the agenda and laying out the uh, yeah. the timing, you right? Saw you saw my calendar, no calls. No, I just know what you're working on. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, blocked out. No but calls. I know, yeah, I know he blocks out, right? Like I do the same thing if I'm working on copy or we're working on whatever. I can't A be yeah, exactly. I can't be facing clients or responding to customer service stuff or distracted by whatever the hell could be happening around me. I need to be intentional about the time I'm spending in this area of the business. Um, to get hyper on that when we take a client and we're working on the, to the same thing, right? How does a gym owner get more time in their day? Perfect. One of the first things that they're going to do for me as part of our coaching uh, program is they're going to give me an hourly breakdown granular about where their time is spent from the second they wake, they wake up to the second they go to bed. I want to know that you're brushing your teeth at this time. I want to know what, when you're putting food in your mouth. I want to know when you sit down at your desk, what you're working on. If you're the type of individual who says, all right, I'm going to block out my schedule. I'm going into the office and I'm doing office work. You're not clear enough. Yeah. yeah. It's not. Um, but that's exactly what we need to know as coaches to dive deeper, to make sure that your time is being spent. You know, if, if you've got a three hour block and it's office time, perfect. Let's make it marketing. Let's make it follow up emails on, you know, the most recent contacts. Let's make sure that we know exactly where our time is being spent so that you, the best version of you is, you know, at the table and then you, you can expect the best re, uh, return. But That's if a, you're not yeah. intentional to that degree, you're leaving stuff on the table. And again, it sounds like it's, it sounds so stressful and it sounds like it sucks, but structure creates freedom. When you get good at, hey, cool, here's here's my morning routine, in and out, and you know maybe 30 minutes. You get, I journal, I read, I uh, meditate, and then I go to the gym. That's my morning routine. Mm -hmm. If I execute that, the rest of my day is no, it it's, it's done. Nice. It's yeah. done. It's interesting. A lot of people do that. I, I don't. Like sure. I, I get up, I obviously take a piss, <laughs> brush, <laughs> brush my teeth. I hit my pre-workout. And then I go to the gym and train and then home breakfast and shower. And then I'm on the, I'm mm -hmm. on the emails. I'm on for my day. I don't start calls until 10 AM on purpose. Uh, same, same exact thing on when I, it comes to that. Yeah. I need to get the morning stuff done like you. And I, um, I know that I'm on around 10. So like for right now with the time change and the, the client life cycle, um, Went to nine, yeah. it throws me off. So that's tomorrow. I got to get on, uh, like, it's er it's an hour earlier, but still, like, you guys are like, well, nine, nine o'clock. <laughs> that's late. No, it's it's because I'm doing a bunch of other stuff first that I had, that has to get done in order to do this other stuff. To so, that point right there, guys, if you, if you knew that, like Tim said it, I'm on by that point. If you knew, okay, I'm the type of individual who three hours, four hours after I wake up, I'm still kind of in a fog. I'm not a morning person. I'm fighting it. Don't put your most you know, important tasks during that time. Mm -hmm. You're in control of your time. Force your calendar. Yeah, you nailed it. You're in, you're in control of the time. So. Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful. But remember, you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results. It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth, and it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winninggym.com slash grow. 
check it out. And let's turn those day-to-day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. Again, we, we went around a little bit of a circle, but I think you guys got some tactical stuff. Um, being intentional with your time is huge. That's how you're going to be more productive. Working on the things that you set in your plan at the beginning, like where do you want to see yourself in five years? It's it's hard to say like, hey, in five years, uh, but you're, you do daily stuff, which is interesting. I was listening to you talk. You do da- like every day, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little bit longer out. I'm like quarter year month you know like you know it's funny years. i used to be and uh the more coaches that i've had the more that i've actually like like dove in and and, mm-hmm. and followed um everyone that i know has shorter periods because easier wins to not only that down. no because 90 days anything beyond 90 days there's so many variables on some of those goals that to have i mean yes do i have approximate goals yeah, I know the direction I'm moving beyond 90 days, but to be super clear and have a, a, a goal at six months a year for me would be, I mean, there's so much that's going to change before then that that goal is not going to be that goal. You know what I mean? I just yeah. need to know the direction. So I I intentionally set goals 90 days or less with specific measurable, yeah. you know, quantifiable things. Beyond that, I just want to know direction. Um, but it, 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 it's, it's, it's even more that forced daily activities because some of it comes into that flow state where you no longer have to think about certain things. They become habit routine. Well, the point I was about to make is um, when I'm doing something, I know if it's working towards the long-term goal or not, where I don't like if I'm doing it and I'm like, Oh, this is a bad idea right now. Cause I'm wasting time. I stop it. And then I, and I force myself to change, even though it's not written down, you know, you know, listening, you know, when you're dicking off, right. You know, when you're scrolling it's, Facebook, it's acting out of alignment. Yeah. It's, so, so get, get your house in order. Yes. Get your house in order. So here, here's a scoop guys. Um, I know we rambled on a little bit, so here's what you're going to do. You're going to say, instead of seeing where you are today, where do you want to be? Okay. And I'll throw you some examples. Um, you know, I want to get out of my business. I want, you know, not out, but like, I want to remove myself from the day-to-day operations. Okay, cool. That's where you want to be. Um, I want to, um, I want to do more, more videos or more podcasts or more speaking engagements, or I want to hopefully guys, we can get some live events happening here. We're we're breaking the ice for everybody. I want to speak more. Okay. Those are the things where you want to be, where are you at today? Okay. Today I'm putting out fires. I'm training 5 a.m. till, you know, 3 p.m. I, I have no coaches, uh, you know, so, okay. So what, what do you need to get there? All right. I need to hire a coach. I need to systematize my business. I need to go to switch to semiprivate.com and get on a call with Randy. And these are the things that you need to do to get there. And then you take action, use the calendar, use your intentions, set your intentions for the day, write your big three, get those things done. And that's then next thing, you know, you'll turn around and be like, Oh my, Hell yeah, I'm there. And one, I'm there. One, one of the things, just to elaborate, because it's my probably my favorite aspect of forcing the calendar through the day, and this is something that we all we talked about recently. I think last week on the podcast, income producing activities mm-hmm. always become priority. As the, to that episode, we talked about you as the gym owner. Your time is the most valuable of everyone in your organization. It should be spent on the areas that move the needle the most. So income producing activities become uh, priority. If, you know, maybe 
<clears throat> somebody's car decline or uh, it sucks. I don't necessarily think you should be making those calls and things like that, but make sure it gets done. Make sure it gets done, right? Yeah. Those declines, those follow-ups, or anytime that there's potential for new new revenue, these are all areas of the business that are become priority. Think about this. Somebody left a message on your voicemail asking about personal training. You call, call that back. Per- yeah, call don't put that stuff off. And That's number one, yes. guys. That's income producing activities, period. Yeah, that is the lifeblood of every business. You want to talk about businesses that go out, it's because there was never enough money in it. Yeah, I mean, that's the reason. It, it, cash, it, cash flow. It, cash flow. I mean, we, we COVID was a great example. You know what it did? It shined a light on and it made the emphasis of everything that much worse. Yeah. Right? So if you didn't have, ca- if you had the potential for cash flow pro- problems, you definitely had a cash flow problem and you're probably out of business. Unfortunately, you know, a lot of those gyms went that way. But if you're still here listening, that means that you've got something. Get intentional. Perfect. All right, guys. Hopefully you can find some value in this episode. Do the work. Get intentional. Zoom in on those goals and jump on a call, guys. Until next episode, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you got to do is join our private Facebook group, Marketing Talk with Fitness Professionals right now. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Marketing Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you join, we're going to give you free access to our 10 fitness marketing strategies, seven figure gym owners use to win. All right. I look forward to you joining us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great.